It's time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com and please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. It's that time of year again when I'm freezing my butt off here in Canada and looking at snow outside. There's always some sunshine going on in Southern California. Indisc is back. Carl D'Angelo joins us right now. Hey, Carl, how are you? I'm doing all right, Jeff. We've been uh, cold here. I've been freezing at 55 degrees. I don't know what you're talking about. 55. Um, You can't see the middle finger I'm holding up right now. Today (laughs) was under 30. Come on, I've got layers on. It's, It's been so cold here. This interview is not going to go well, I can tell you right now. This is uh, still uh, the place I'd rather be is definitely at the wonderful facility there in Banning, California. I was fortunate enough to go last year. Indisc really is, it should be a major how big the darn thing is. Uh, You've done a great job there along with Jim. You've got to be pretty proud of what you've done. Yeah, we we really are. And uh, it's been a lot of work. It's it's gotten bigger than we ever imagined it would. And we uh, somehow are continuing to do it. Uh, Jim's putting so much work in all the games. He's doing pretty much all the games this year, um, along with uh, what the museum's providing. And uh, he's just fixing up those games. A couple of other guys, Jay Collins, is uh, helping out with getting some games ready, along with um, one of Jim's techs, I believe. But just a massive number of games, 35 games this year. Well, there's different tournaments, too, and we'll get to that in just a second. But you mentioned Jim and his tech buddy, how many people are really do you have there volunteering? I know the event you've got a lot of scorekeepers and stuff, but as far as like the week leading up to it, how many people are really involved? Well, the core crew is is uh, Jim, me, Jay, and uh, Bob Matthews is on the uh, is a co director as well. Although he's been out of town lately, so it's the three of us um, primarily, and then we have uh, Chuck Casey, who's the curator over at the museum just uh, helping us arrange the tech days, or he arranges the tech days, I should say, and um, gets te- the volunteers at the museum to help us out. But that's the primary core. And then we've got some people coming out this upcoming weekend for setup and on the Thursday before, uh, but just a few. Well, this year, it's a little bit different at Indisc. You've got a lot of people playing the machines, but not the same format. That's an interesting change. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, so this is what the Papa World Championships used to run before. They went to best game. For the uh, let's take example for the main bank, we are taking a five game card. So you're going to play five individual games, all different out of our bank of fourteen. We rank your scores just like a best game format, to based on everyone else's scores, and then you submit the ticket. Your value in the tournament is based on the addition of those five games. So if you got first place on two games, you're going to get two hundred points per game. You've got, I mean, this is a really good card, of course, but if you get third place, that's one hundred ninety points, and let's just you add up all those points, and that's where you stand in the tournament. All your scores on the games stay. So you're competing against yourself in some cases. If you play the same games on every card, it's possible you'll lose some points on older cards if you don't void your existing card. It's a tricky format, but it rewards consistency. It's um, easily one of the most difficult tournament formats out there. Okay, a guy like yourself will probably play five games and have your ticket done, and then you're in the finals probably with a buy. For the rest of us schmucks who uh, really have to grind it out, what is the best strategy? I mean, if you have, let's say, two amazing games, a stinker, and a couple of mediocre games, but it's still not enough to get you into playoffs, what's the best strategy? But that could be enough. In this format, if you have two amazing games and then two mediocre games, that last one can be a stinker and you still make it into the playoffs. 
But apart from that, it's just if you can get consistent on five games, just play those five games. Uh, whatever you feel strongest on. We do have some oddball choices in the bank. I'll say that. Uh, like one that was announced uh, just the other day was Excalibur. I don't think very many people know Excalibur. It's a very rare Gottlieb title. Good marketing, too. There's a new movie coming out this month, The Kid Who Would Be King. So Excalibur, well done. Right, and Patrick Stewart is in that movie, I believe. And that was uh, one of our hints for the trivia that Jim runs. Oh, really? Although it wasn't related to Patrick Stewart in that movie. It was because Patrick Stewart starred in Excalibur back in the 80s. Boy, I know nothing of this. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a movie buff. Okay. Patrick Stewart, the clue probably made everyone think, oh, it's going to be Star Trek Next Gen. Exactly. Little switch and bait. All about misdirection. (laughs) You've also announced some other games. What else do you have at Indisc this year? We have in the main bank, we have Bonsai Run, Baywatch, Monster Bash, Mousing Around, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Jersey Jack, Stargazer, and Warlock, in addition to Excalibur. That's in the main bank. Uh, Classics, we're going to have two days of classics. We have 10 classics games total, but we're going to use seven each day for the different classic events, so some games will overlap. The five announced so far are Bow and Arrow, Joker Poker, Kings of Steel, Laser Q, and Voltan. And then in the Women's and Kids Bank, we've got Congo, Party Zone, Sorcerer, and then two more. And the High Stakes Bank uh, right now is having a big uh, trivia contest. If you, if they, someone can figure out all five games, they're getting the free High Stakes entry. So I can't put those out there yet, even though by the time you play this, it uh, may be out there. The High Stakes Entry, that's a new tournament. You, I think, talked to me about it at IFPA 15 up in Keswick, Ontario, and you said, yeah, we're going to try this. Uh, That is something that actually has a lot of people interested. I talked to a few people that were going to the event, and uh, a couple of people this weekend, in fact, said, yeah, they're going to do it. And it doesn't matter really the caliber. I mean, you can get lucky, and boom, that's that's a big big prize pool that you're certainly hoping to have with the high ticket event. Tell us about that. We're hoping exactly. It's it's just the same thing. It's going to be $50 per card. So that's why it's high stakes. It's five games. Uh, it's going to be, your card is going to contain four games. And we're just running this experiment. It was an idea I had. Uh, we thought we'd run with it, see what the response is. And um, we estimated maybe 40 players, but uh, we're thinking that may be a little low at this point. Uh, we've got quite a bit of interest, which uh, surprised both uh, myself and Jim. And I think part one of the reasons is we're, we're introducing a combo card or combo package available, which is two main entries, two classic entries, and a high-stakes entry for $100. It's a $20 discount, and I think that's giving people like the, the push to just give one entry a try. Yeah, that's a pretty good combo package. I like that a lot, too. I can't believe the number of people that went to Indisc, and there were... People from all over. The Pecs were there from New Zealand. As they will be again. Martin Robbins made it last year. He came from Australia. You had a bunch of us from Canada. A lot of people, because it is such a great facility, event, and and the way it's run, too. I mean, that's the one thing about it. I thought, okay, a lot of these tournaments nowadays, they're capped or they're too packed. One of the two. And it's it's a scramble to maybe get your ticket before it sells out. That's not the case with Indisc. Have you ever thought about, okay, we're going to cap it at a certain number? No, hasn't even been in discussions yet. Okay, that being said then, 2019 will be sadly the second year in a row that the PAPA event that normally happens in April with the A, B, C division, D, and the women's, and split flipper, and all those classics events, that unfortunately is not going to happen, and we understand why with the uh, building uh, being up for sale, so that makes things a little difficult. I've been there, and you've been there, Banning, right. California, and also with the expertise that you, Bob, Jim, and others have, 
Will you ever do something there? Not maybe call it Papa, but something similar to that. I mean, Indisc is almost as close as you can get, especially now with this ticket format. <laughs> is that something that you can see maybe happening, or is it is just once a year enough? I mean, it's, it's a lot of work there. And then even California Extreme, too. I mean, once a year is enough for us. It really is. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot of work. It, it's so much. I mean, we we didn't set out to replace the Papa World Championships by any means. Um, we've grown quite a bit, um, and that's why we're trying these new things, and why we brought in the women's, and why we brought in kids, and now the high stakes. Just to since we're growing every year, just to give players more and more to do, just make sure that they they are satisfied, that they have a good time, that there's enough competition and then the amazing array of machines at the the museum available to play is just astounding carl i'll tell you last year we only had three majors we had pinberg we had the ifpa championship and we had the european championship there wasn't the pop facility one and i do believe that if they ever come back of course that should be a major but in lieu of the major missing if there had to be one major, to me, it's Indisc. I can't think of another one. And uh, forgive me for some great events. There's, I know a ton in Europe I just am not familiar with, so I don't want to discount any of those. But of the ones I've seen, the next closest thing eh, would be Indisc. So Josh Sharp, who I know listens to this show, uh, just to hear his name mentioned, you know how he is. If you're listening... <laughs> Maybe give it a consideration. I know it's too late now as the event is right around the corner, but if this is unfortunately going to be a thing that carries on, maybe we need to find that fourth major. And to me, I, my vote's for Indisc. Oh, thanks, Jeff. That means a lot. It really does. So you've told us about some of the games, and your streaming has taken a whole new level this year, last year, really, in 2018. I saw what you brought to Free Play Florida, and that wireless gear was phenomenal. Now... I don't know if you're going to be using the wireless gear here because when I went to Indisc, every machine had a bank of cameras on it anyway. You didn't need to move things around. So I don't know if maybe that's something easier for the classics or women's or some of the other events that aren't on the main bank. First of all, tell us about your wireless system. I know you and Phil Grimaldi have, have done amazing things with this. And tell us about the streaming that we're going to be seeing probably on IE Pinball for Indisc. All right. So the wireless rig was built from a system called 8020. It's just... Um they call themselves an industrial erector set. It's just, think of like a door frame, for those who haven't seen it, just on wheels. So we've got three cameras on there all running off a of battery pack so we can capture the play field, the score, and the, and the player. And you just wheel this thing right over a game. It takes less than a minute to set up, and, and you're good to go. It's, it's, it's my favorite thing yet. I, I absolutely love the thing. Shipping it out to Florida was a, a great test. For me, so it's kind of hard to ship because it's big 50-pound beast, but uh, it's doable, I found out. Um, for Indisc, yeah, we have all the cameras. We're still going to have the cameras on the main bank with all the TVs over every game. But we'll be able to cover the classics, the women's, and the high stakes with the wireless rig. So I plan to stream finals for classics one, classics two, women's high stakes with that rig and then the main it's going to be tons of streaming i mean you're thinking five to six hours per finals event at least so multiply that by five you know you've got 30 hours of streaming at least this is a cornucopia of amazing pinball things tournament action great players amazing games learning a little bit about the games and the streaming and with the high quality that ie pinball does and, and carl you you've really set the bar and uh, so many people enjoy this even just if myself i'm not going to be there 
just being able to enjoy it on the stream. I mean, that that really means a lot too. So uh, it's also a good promo piece too, because as I talk about it and others who've been there, now you can see how amazing this event is. So uh, kudos to you on that. Thank you, Jeff. We, we, we really could use some sponsors if you have any tips on that or if anyone listening. Well, what have you done for sponsorship? I mean, other than just say it'd be nice to have sponsors. Have you had any sales team go out and kind of kick the tire, so to speak? <laughs> Do I want to go there? That's the question. Uh, we, we, we did have a, a certain individual uh, attempting to, to get a sponsor. We put it in his hands for this year. Unfortunately, that nothing really panned out. So uh, we have a new person okay. uh, coming up. So we'll see. So this year may be just a lull, and we're looking to see what the future holds after this, see how the streaming goes, see how the um, player base improves, and how the viewership online is, and hope to use those numbers for the following year. Had a great time, and then just being out in California. Actually, it was my first time ever out in California, and kind of tried to get as much in as possible. I, I know there were a bunch of us that went to the prices right last year. That was a hoot. So there's certainly a lot of options and uh, I think there's even a casino nearby the uh, banning facility. So there's there's lots to do around Indisc, but I mean you're going to be fixated on all those amazing pinball machines. You mentioned some of the games and one of the games in the bank was the Jersey Jack Pirates of the Caribbean. When we were in Florida, you were talking about how much you love that game and I was still trying to figure it out. I've played it and everyone I know who's played it really enjoys it as well too. Have you learned a lot more? Is it a good tournament game, do you think? I think it is, which is why it's in there. I I convinced Jim, even though he still hasn't played it, to put it in there. I have had to... uh Pull some tricks to reduce the ball times. It is a long playing game, so it's not going to be playing so friendly. But I think it's got enough variety in the strategies um, that there's no one real way to play it. So it'll be interesting to see how different players, um, what path they choose, which character they choose, and how they go about playing it. Yeah, I think it's interesting, and, and I certainly have no concerns about putting up a score, whether it be a Herb format or in the Papa Ticket style that you're doing it in disc. But uh, I wonder what it's like for foreplay. Have you done any adjustments for... Things like the plundering. I made sure that ball playing, plundering was off. But apart from that, no. Everything else should be, uh, should be fair game. That's the one I want to see on the stream because I want to see how it plays. And it's still a pretty new game as far as uh, being out less than a year out in the public and people still trying to learn the rules. You've had it for a while. What do you think? 20, 30, 40, 50 percent? What have you learned about that game? Enough to get by or are you still finding out new things? No, I'm not finding out new things. I mean, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, I saw some posts by Kiefer that uh, that opened my eyes to a couple just different scoring opportunities. But uh, apart from that, I think it's all it's already there. Everything's uh, scoring opportunities are uh, are laid out in front of you. If you you know can set your multipliers just right, you can you can destroy the game or you can grind away at a couple different uh, objectives. There's like I said, there's really so many different ways to play. And with the plundering, if you, if you really don't want to be plundered, there's that one character that allows you not to be plundered. I got to learn it. I really have to learn that game because as far as shooting the game, which to me is always the most important thing, if the game shoots well, you know, fingers crossed the code's going to be good. With Kiefer, you know the code's going to be good. The game's going to be fun. I just, it's so much to learn. And uh, yeah, that'll be neat to see for sure. So I saw you at a few events uh, this year, obviously Pinburg and you're at Expo in Chicago, Free Play Florida. What's after Indisc for you? What are some of the other ones you've got on your slate? Oh gosh, March is is uh I've been saying it's the hell month because it's got the with the IFPA. I'm going to Vegas to stream IFPA Nationals and then staying for Pin Masters. 
And then a week after that, I think, is Arcade Expo out here at the museum. And then a week after that is Texas. I could be switching these up, but the Texas Pinball Festival. And you've also got the um, Stern Pro Circuit in March also. So there's four weekends just back-to-back. It's, it's going to be rough. You're doing all but four weekends? I am doing all four weekends. Well, Arcade Expo, I'll probably only do one day, so that'll save me. But everything else is, is, is booked already, and, yeah, it's going to be a, a busy month. Have you thought about um, how you're going to pay your wife and family back for uh, all your absences? I'm asking, she's I'm asking com- by the way, for tips for myself. Go on. She's coming to Vegas on Saturday with me, and we're going to see Michael Buble. Well, that's, okay, well done. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a freebie. That's a good one. Then are you shot and killed if you play a pinball machine in April? Is that kind of the deal? It could be. could be. I don't have anything in April, which is good. I've kind of been ignoring anything that's in April for that reason yeah it's funny how the calendar works out i mean uh i guess february's kind of quiet i i'm sure there's a lot of action going on but uh yeah it's back to back i mean magfest was last week you've got indisc and then we get a little lull and then a lot in europe this year for the stern pro circuit which right i'm tempted to try you and i both have not been over to europe to play pinball there and aren't you kind of itching to see what it's all about yeah it'd be cool to go it really would be but it's the expense of the trip and the time away it's it's uh, it's tough to do it it's tough to do it and two here's the thing about whenever you're fortunate enough to be in europe there's other things i want to do than stay and play pinball for you know 10 hours a day for three days so uh i feel like i'm missing out being stuck inside you know that's that's the one thing that's tough right exactly exactly and i can never get a trip over there without bringing my family at least my wife so yeah you want to keep that that's probably a good idea like many tournaments, and especially at Indisc, we're going to see your famous NeverDrains.com software. It is essential. As I mentioned on the top 10 most intriguing people episode, the NeverDrain software, so many tournaments use. It is essential to a great tournament, the queuing system. It originated at Indisc, of course, and... You're always doing some updates to it. I've noticed a few things. I think last year at Indisc, I noticed the prize pool was one of the things. But uh, tell us about some of the software changes you've been tweaking with Never Drains. Well, the last couple of months, some people have seen it. I've got text notifications uh, in the system so that you'll be sent a message when you're on deck for a game. For, for Indus this year, I've been having to tweak a lot because it's, we're all the everything's card-based. And it's uh, pretty complicated, especially like the women's and kids, which is sharing a bank. Two different divisions on a single set of games is a little tricky. But apart from that, it's just been I'm trying to refine my code base so I can have a single version to go out to all the different tournaments. Um, the major stuff people will see on the on the uh, front end is they'll see I've got queue times in here for starting with Indisc. Um, so you'll be able to see the average play time for a game along with what the wait time should be, uh, you know, estimated based on those uh, average uh, game times. What else has been going on? Yeah, and the prize pool, that hasn't been available in the card system, so that'll be the first time for, for this tournament. We're going to have more Scorebit integration. Nice, for this, streaming. Uh, exactly, and then for scorekeeping, not just for streaming. Oh, wow. So they'll, I mean, they're, they're going to come with several of their new devices, and the games that have them, the scorekeepers will open up that game, and the score will already be... On the uh, on the input box, so they won't have to type anything up. They just look at it and go, "Yep, that's the score. Submit it." It's fantastic. Carl, I talked to Brian O'Neill about that last year. That's the first time I saw Score, but it was on the one machine at Indisc. I thought it was great, 
And I said, hey, I'll gladly do an interview. And he said, well, just wait until we get it a little more developed. And I assume that's now the case that it's, uh, well, it's got to be better than it was a year ago. And, and now you've got it on all the machines. That's pretty exciting. It'll be on a lot. It'll be on a number. Of oh yeah, it depends on the depends I, on the system, right? They're able to do alphanumeric now and DMDs, and it, it's wow. it's great. So they're they're bringing some devices down. I believe it's four to eight. I think eight somewhere in there to use in the various divisions. We'll see. But yeah, so awesome. Such a cool bit of technology. And and I, I can I envision the day that the you know we don't need scorekeepers. The tournament self run. You walk up to a machine. You go on a tablet. You log in. It then starts your game for you. And once your game's over, it automatically records the score. Wouldn't that be incredible? You're taking jobs from people, removing scorekeepers. Yes, yes, those, uh, those volunteers, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I think it's great. I loved, loved Scorebit. Congrats to those people that have put that together because uh, that was really visually something nice to see and accurate as mistakes can happen. There's human error, but uh, boy, this is, this is good. I'm really looking forward to seeing this stream. Now, of course, I will be... Not at Indus this year, but I won't be in the... Shame, shame. I'm going to Cuba, so I'm uh, spending a couple of days there, so that'll be fun. So I'll get a little right. bit of sunshine and freckles and everything else, but, you know, I wish I was at Indus instead. <laughs> My wife doesn't listen, I can say that. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I'll see you probably at one of these many events in March. We'll have to do another dinner. Uh, it's always fun doing that with you and Johnny Modica and uh, and finding his uh, little greasy diners. And uh, best of luck to you, to Bob, to Jim Belsito. Indisc is the event. I mean, there are three that you circle on the calendar, and Indisc is definitely one of those three, if not maybe a lot of people's favorites. I certainly enjoyed it a lot, and I uh, look forward to the results and seeing how that uh, the super ticket, the uh, high stakes ticket goes and and all the streaming thanks a lot carl thank you jeff appreciate it quite a bit this has been your pinball profile you can find our group on facebook we're also on twitter at pinball profile email us pinball profile at gmail.com and please subscribe on either itunes stitcher or google play i'm jeff teolis <laughs> <laughs>